What's up? What's happening, guys? Welcome to episode number 64 of Thinking Logically. It is Pride Month, American Pride Month, and I'm the Podfather, joined by my good friend and executive producer of the show and writer and director, Dr. Joseph Anthony Corsi. Joe, happy Friday. Happy Friday. Happy Pride. American Pride, as you said, that is a that is a very good thing to get behind. Um, you know what, Mark? We should, at the top of the show, point out that we are now, believe it or not, on TikTok. At thinkinglogically underscore on TikTok. Um, got a few posts up there. Nothing, nothing crazy. Got a few likes here and there. Um, let us know if you like it. Also, and Mark, we were talking about this before, uh, before we hopped on here. One thing we forgot to mention last episode, Joe Biden went on MSNBC and, and actually talked on live television. Did you happen to see it, Mark? You were still out of the country, I believe. I did. I did. I had, for some reason over there in Italy this time around, I felt like I had more data to play with from Verizon. I'm not sure why, but I was able to like watch and stream a lot more video than I have ever been over there. So, but I, I was able to watch it. This was... Oh, boy. I don't even know what to say. I've never seen this happen before on live television. Let's put it that way. So, uh, one point to make. When you flew over France, did your data go from whatever to zero immediately or no? (laughs) (laughs) And for those of you that didn't see the interview, um, so Joe Biden concludes the interview, which the whole interview was strange to say the least. But concludes the interview, and as the, the host is talking, proceeds to just get up and walk away on live TV before they go to a commercial break. I'll play for you the clip. Actually, I'll play for you the clip that we have on our Thinking Logically TikTok. Here it goes. And he just wanders off. Emergency alert, silver alert, missing endangered elderly persons. What do you think the producers were saying in the year of Nicole Wallace while that was going on? I don't know. Get get the commercial as fast as possible before he walks past you and everyone saw shit. He literally got up out of his seat and walked off the set after well, the almost, interview was done. He almost fell getting up, too. He almost yeah. slid from underneath his chair. Then he did his typical... Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I mean, these are what dementia, patient, dementia <laughs> patients do. He, he shows off. every single characteristic and symptom of a dementia patient. He finally, no one forced him to do this live interview, but he finally does one. And what happens? He wanders off. Like the one thing, the one thing that couldn't happen during this live interview, because you knew he was going to make verbal mistakes. And, and, but the one thing you just couldn't have him do was wander off, wander off. Like a dementia patient, and that's wander exactly, off. <laughs> that's exactly like you can't sit someone there at the table with him because he's the president right. of the United States. And then the comments, Mark, on Twitter. I, I wish I would have saved more because it was so long ago. But the comments were all like, "Hey, I like a president that has no nonsense and, and wants to get to the next job, get to the next task at hand." <laughs> and, then, and then people were saying the president doesn't have any time to just sit around at a desk. What does he do all day? <laughs> Where did I just see this video that he was, he got lost on stage. He didn't know which way to go. Did you see that? This was like in the last day or two. 
Um, it was. It was at a rally somewhere. He he had no idea where he was going. Uh, again, should should have had this should have had this queued up at least. But we got to get video. We have to get video. We can do so much more with video. Yeah. Ugh. All right. What do we got with the cocaine? Uh, well, just to give our listeners a rundown of what this episode is going to contain. We have a couple things we we um, that happened between today, Friday, and Tuesday. We're going to talk about just a few. And then we're going to get into our, our disclose segment where we're going to uh, look at some headlines from across the world that uh, we haven't really talked about in the last couple of weeks since we've been uh, since we've been off. <clears throat> so, Joe, we have more on the on the cocaine uh, spin here. They're just they're just spinning this every single way possible. Uh, but what do you have here? There's there's so much. So yeah. we have to start with Colin Rue on Twitter. Um, just in. Former FBI agent and acting commissioner of Customs and Border Protection Agency under the Trump, under Trump, Mark Morgan says the White House cocaine mystery should take about 30 minutes to solve. There's a manifest. There are cameras. I could go on. This literally should take about 30 minutes to figure out whose cocaine it was, whether it was a series of staffers who apparently might be deeply involved or one staffer or Hunter Biden himself. It doesn't really matter. The reality is you have a president and a White House that have a disregard for the law. They don't really care. If the, if the cocaine didn't belong to Hunter Biden, wouldn't you think the White House would be eager to get the truth out? And there's a video of Hunter Biden on the balcony, and he he looks zapped out, Mark. Does he Was not? this from that day? Was this from recently? Was this the 4th of July? This is the 4th of July. It's, the, the tweet's from the 6th, I believe, but it's the, the video's from the 4th of July on the balcony, the Truman balcony, where he was blowing, I don't know, not, not blowing cocaine, maybe doing yeah. peace. I don't know. But the way he does his hair, the way he, he sweats and puts his hair back, I mean. Uh, uh. What did I just see? Dan Bongino said something um, about this whole thing. Let me pull up his, uh, his Instagram real quick here. And I think it was, <clears throat> he said this. Dan Bongino, as you know, uh, popular conservative talk show host, podcaster, former Secret Service agent to President Barack Obama and, and, and so on. There's absolutely zero chance anyone other than a family member brought that cocaine inside the White House complex. No chance that would make it past the MAG security checkpoints. Family bypasses those. So that's coming from a Secret Service member. Okay, but so we have to, this, this story is so complex. It should be very simple. Whose cocaine was it? It should be so so easy and so simple to find, considering they were able to find grandmothers at places thousands of miles away over January 6th, but they don't know who brought the cocaine into the White House. Anyway, if you listen to the show 40 hours ago, Mark, what, what was the narrative? That it was left in the in the library and someone could, on a tour could have just left it there. Wasn't that the yeah. narrative? Well, yeah, gonna... and, now, and then, and then it, was, it got switched to uh, this was near the vice president's what they say, the vice president's office or parking lot or something like that? I'll, I'll play the clip from MSNBC and I'll let, I'll let them explain away this shenanigans going on here. Yeah. By my observation, in a much more secure place, limited access place, and that West Wing reception there is still a publicly trafficked, a frequently trafficked place, but it's down near the Situation Room, right off West Executive, down below. And normal people, just average people just can't get in there, even with the entry for the Northwest Gate. 
Well, let me let me bring you up to date with the reporting that I have. What we have learned is that there are, in fact, two West Wing entrances. You know that. I know that. But for the benefit of our audience. And now the investigation has progressed. And so they're saying the West executive entrance, which, as you noted, is closer to the Situation Room and closer uh, to uh, the Navy Medic, where there's the facilities for food and so forth. It is uh, also next to West Executive Drive. That's where, for example, the vice president's vehicle is parked. That's where the, go. Vice, the vice president's vehicle is parked. Shade okay. War update. There it is. Are they, are, they trying, are they trying to blame it on Kamala, a successful black woman? Mark, tell me if you remember this. Hunter Biden, when he was in the Navy, didn't he blame his cocaine positive test on two black men that gave him a cigarette that might have been laced? And didn't he Probably. blame? He did. He did. He did. Fact check me if I'm if I'm wrong. And didn't he blame when he ditched the gun in a school zone, which he just got off for slap on the wrist, got probation or whatever he got? Didn't he try to blame it on Mexicans or illegal immigrants? He's gonna. Bl- they're gonna blame this on Kamala. Are they really gonna try to blame this on Kamala? Shade war update. I mean, if what? they did, no, they won't do that. They won't do that. They can't. But they're switching you know, the location. This is like playing the game Clue and then just just cheating and putting the the, the murder weapon in a different room. They're, they're switching the location of the cocaine. No, it wasn't found here. It was found here. We lied about that last time, but still yeah, trust us. But you know, talking about January sixth, I'm glad I'm glad you you mentioned that because I was thinking, Joe. You know, they were pinging the locations of of or they got the what what they do? They found the locations of people based on their cell phone, right? Like basically pinging the towers or whatever at that point in time. Their geolocation, yeah. right? Except so, for the pipe bomber, who probably except might for be the pipe bomber. So, can't you do that to the people that were in the White House that day? If you want, but you don't want to, apparently, for some reason. Wouldn't they want to know if it wasn't Hunter Biden? If it was somebody else? Wouldn't you want to do know you, that? Do you think there's any chance that Hunter Biden could also be the January 6th pipe bomber? <laughs> Uh, I don't think he's that smart. Uh, oh, what if it what was just what if it was just a crack pipe bomber? <laughs> Hunter Biden, crack pipe bomber. Yeah. Uh, we could carry on with this forever. The, the cocaine thing's not going to go away. You saw they well, it's called it's called gaggling when they're on Air Force One. They don't do a press conference. The press conference today is at like one or two o'clock. We we won't be here for, for that. We'll be done well before that starts. I'm sure. But uh, they brought in basically like a junior staffer to do the, the gaggling on Air Force One yesterday. And, and he, he said he can't talk about the cocaine because it's covered by the Hatch Act, which I, I've only been doing this for 364 days, this podcasting, news giving thing. But I, what does that mean? I, I don't think that's how the Hatch Act works. Why does every time that there is something like something that's borderline controversial that they're doing, whether it's John Kirby, whether it's Kareem Jean-Pierre, whether it's his junior staffer. Whoever it is that's speaking on behalf of the administration, they always kick the can down the road. You notice that, Joe? They never answer the question directly. They always say you have to refer to DOJ. You have to refer to so-and-so. This is um, Hunter Biden doesn't work for the federal government. You notice that? I mean, this is a pattern now. They they won't answer questions. Not only do I notice it, um, I wish the the videos, it was like a three-minute response when he was asked. He said, I can't talk about it because of the Hatch Act. And he went on to talk about Trump and true social and how he's just throwing fits. 
it's it's yeah. amazing. It's amazing how they mm-hmm. don't answer the question and they give you just nothing but spin. And these people eat it up with spoons and, and don't ask any other questions after. I, I, I don't know. Weird. All right, let's move on. We'll come. We will follow up back up with this. I'm sure there's going to be more coming out with the with the uh, the cocaine cowboys in the White House. Uh, so we're going to come back next week with more information on that. So let's move just, on to this. Cl- just one more point. If it, so they're telling us if it was anthrax, if it was anthrax, there's just there's no way we they, they got us. The terrorists got us. They could have killed someone. Can't figure it out. I just I, I don't know, man. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. White powdery substance. Can't figure out who it is. Anyway. We're, stay, we're still staying with the same administration. This is still Joe Biden as a topic. Um, this, is, this, is, this should drop some jaws, but it won't. President Biden is prepared to waive U.S. law prohibiting the production, use, or transfer of cluster munitions with a failure rate of more than 1% to send them to Ukraine, admitted concerns about Kiev's lagging counteroffensive against Russian troops. And this is from the Washington Post, and this was posted last night. Now, Mark... Are we about to start committing war crimes? I thought the Biden administration's whole appeal was stuff like this would never be happening. Whatever happened to restoring decency? And I don't know, Mark. He keeps on repeating stuff. It's never like it's never good a good idea to bet against America. And now I'm panicking every time I hear that. Cluster munitions weren't these banned? Yes, they're they're banned. They're banned for a reason because of of what they do. Yeah, they're like tennis ball size, what, little cluster bombs that release, you know, what, shrapnel or whatever. And you could basically inflict a lot of damage with these things and um, collateral damage. Well, they're dropped uh, from the air, too. So, like, there's, yeah. there's, there's, there's things that are, like, cluster missions. I think, like, hand grenades considered cluster missions. But they're being dropped from the air in, I, 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 I believe, in, like, I don't know if they're in what, what they're in, but... So, or <laughs> I just so I just googled cluster munitions, Joe, and this is what I found. This is from Politico. This was as of last night at eleven o'clock. U.S. to include controversial cluster munitions in new Ukraine weapons package, Joe. This, I can't believe I'm going to read this live right now as we record. The Biden administration will announce a new weapons package for Ukraine on Friday. That will that's today. That will include controversial cluster munitions. Keep has long asked for. To U.S. officials said, are you ready for this, Joe? Yes. A person familiar with the discussions further noted that the tranche, totaling around $800 million, will also feature dozens of Bradley and Stryker fighting vehicles, air defense missiles, and anti-mine equipment. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm, I'm worried. They could stop. I'm worried, like, it's just, it's very general when it says cluster munitions. Like, can those also be chemical weapons or radiological cluster munitions? And you already said mine, Lang. I think that's, like, a big no-no. I think that's, like, one of the ones where maybe I'm, I could be wrong on this. I don't well, know. Let's, let's, let, me, let me continue here. The Biden administration's views on providing cluster munitions to Ukraine have shifted over the past year. In December... So seven, eight months ago, National Security Council spokesperson John Kirby said the United States had concerns, quotes, about sending the controversial weapons, which are banned by more than 100 countries because unexploded uh, ordnance can end up killing civilians. But the administration has more recently leaned towards sending the cluster munitions as Kiev expends large numbers of its stocks of conventional weapons. So, that, um, And they said these would be useful, useful on the battlefield. 
Yeah. That's the key there too. So that that's why because of civilian populations and also the one percent whatever whatever they said, what was it was it greater than one percent? I don't know. Fail rate? That that's that's gotta be significant. I mean one one think of anything you use failed one percent of the time. That, that that's gotta yeah. be significant. Uh, these munitions can either be loaded with shape charges, it says here, that can penetrate armored vehicles. Or fragmentary munitions, which explode and disperse multiple bomblets to a wider area. This is clearly a cap- capability that would be useful in any type of offensive operations. Wow. This say, so, this say when we, qu- I feel like we quit using cluster munitions because of stuff in Iraq. I, I don't know. I could yeah. be, wrong. I could be wrong. Yeah. Um, now we're using them again on 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 people. Yeah. So here's the. In Ukraine, though, it's not exactly like it's like World War One or World War Two or Civil War style like battlefields. It's all you, you saw. Ukraine was accused of setting up uh, what was it mortars? I don't know what it was in civilian um, tenant housing units or something. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what it was. Um, but what you're going to have here is a mass amount of civilian casualties and death if you're shooting these into into residential areas and civilian populated areas. I just, yeah. why, why, are we, why are we approving this? I, I thought the tanks were supposed to be enough. That's what they told us. Again, this all started as a humanitarian aid campaign. And now we are uh, at full-scale World War III escalation type of behavior. Sickening. Yeah, it is. Nah. All right. What do we got next here? Um, Bill with the Biden administration. The Biden administration, for those listening pop a bottle. They were blocked from working with social media firms about protected speech. Um, and this is from the Associated Press, I believe. Judge limits Biden administration in working with social media companies. So a judge on Tuesday prohibited several federal agencies and officials of the Biden administration from working with social media companies about, quote, protected speech. A decision is, the decision is called a blow to censorship by one of the Republican officials whose lawsuit prompted the ruling. Um, this is this is big. So everything that they, they did us dirty for in 2020 and 2021 about COVID, the vaccines, they're not going to be able to do with Ukraine and the Russia war and stuff like that moving forward, you see. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is a really good, um, really good Twitter post from Tom Elliott on Twitter. Um, he said, per the New York Times and Washington Post, without the ability to censor Americans, Biden will be powerless to protect us against misinformation such as. This is, I, I might not even read all these. Masks are ineffective against COVID. Social distancing is arbitrary and ineffective. Evidence indicates COVID originated in a Chinese lab. Fauci funded the exact Chinese research. Lockdowns are more harmful than helpful. Schools are relatively safe. Travel bans are ineffective against COVID. Vaccine mandates don't work. Contact tracing doesn't work. Natural immunity exists. Herd immunity exists. The government, the feds overcounted COVID deaths. Governor Cuomo and Whitmer caused thousands of deaths by sending COVID patients to nursing homes. Add Tom Wolf to that one, Pennsylvania's. Um, the CDC recommended kids get COVID shots despite having no evidence proving they're safe. Mark, just look up the. Th- there's there's a hundred points here. There's Justice Kavanaugh. Justice Kavanaugh never hosted gang rape parties. <laughs> that- <laughs> I mean. If, if you're listening, like I said, it, the, the post is from, and there's a picture of Brian Stelter at the end, July 6th at like 2.30 p.m. Again, it's from Tom Elliott. It has all the things that were labeled as misinformation that ended up being, I guess, information. I, I mean, this is, a, this is a hell of a list here. 
I would whoever thought he there's no way he was able to think of all these on his own. Some of these you just forget, like printed money causes inflation. <laughs> this is a hell of a list. So you're telling me that they can't speak to social media companies anymore? I mean, this seems like when I read this, I'm like, how are they gonna how are they going to prove that they're not doing this? Again, still doing this, I should say. I I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe you know what I'm saying? No, that's a that's a very good point. That that's a point that just gets flown over everyone's head. That and that's that's a very that's a great point to make. Yeah, I I, I don't see. I, I mean, who knows? But this is it's the, a major win for the First Amendment in free speech, though. Wood fire pizzerias are not creating a catastrophic climate crisis. <laughs> yes. How about it, that? It, what New still, York City's doing? Oh, I know. That was a good one. Like, you see the one guy went and um, – was it the New York Pizza Party? Not the, the Boston Tea Party. The New York yeah. Party went and threw pizza. This is, another, this is yeah. another one good one, Mark. Uh, it's still legal to say gay in Florida. Remember the, the, the you can't mm-hmm. say gay bill? Oh, I could read all these. I could read all these all day. These are hilarious. So, but check it out. It's literally a list of 100 things that, are, that were at one point considered misinformation by Tom Elliott, and that's on Twitter. Yeah. Threads. I mean, yeah. Should we, mention, should we mention threads? Is the, is like, do you find it threads. weird? What, are, the, what is threads? Okay. It's basically a copy and paste of Twitter that Mark Zuckerberg has created. Yeah. Just, just like remember, remember he tried to compete with TikTok when Instagram had Reels, and then yes. Twitter went to blue, and I think Instagram also went like a version of blue. It's just all that dude does is copy, and, and and again we said this on this podcast numerous times. He didn't invent Facebook; it was given to him. I mean, the life log. Look it up, people. Yeah. Do, your own, do your own research. But the Threads thing is going to fail epically. I just find it weird that like for almost half a decade. People were getting banned off Twitter and had to go create their own social media and, and were laughed at for it. And now this thread thing gets all the sweetest attention by the media, isn't yeah. it? Do you think that a lot of left-leaning voices and maybe journalists or uh, you know the blue checkmark crew will leave Twitter and I'm, go to threads? I'm sure they will, but here's why it won't work. Because it's going to be literally at this point an echo chamber within an echo chamber because these people – have been losing credibility for the better half of three years. And it's all but over now. I mean, who is going to leave Twitter to go to a new platform to hear misinformation? You see yeah. what I mean? And, and well, that's, unless you are a real cheaple people person, I mean, you got to be, the wool has to be so thick over your eyes that honestly the static electricity around it has to be just shocking your brain. Well, I, you know, there are, <laughs> there are a lot of those. No, I, I don't doubt it, but I'm sure they'll have bots, too, to make it look like it's way better than it was. Like, what did it have? Like, 100 million people sign up in the first 16 hours? Give me a break. I, mm-hmm. I, I follow this stuff daily. I'm, I'm, on, I'm on the go with it, and I didn't even really hear about threads in, in, until after this. So, not excited about it. It's going to fail. Jim Cramer, I think, uh, I don't know if he, if he said he liked it or he, whatever, but if Jim Cramer's recommending it, for God's sakes, people. Sell immediately. I'm not a financial advisor. Yeah. Um, okay. What do we got here with uh, RFK? Well, like I said, speaking of yeah, conspiracies and, and, and censorship and all that stuff, this is this is what I'm talking about. RFK, the conspiracy theorist. I, I just, I think I just threw this on there because um, of, of what's been going on with RFK. 
Five noteworthy falsehoods RFK Jr. has prompted. A longtime vaccine skeptic, Mr. Kennedy is leaning heavily on misinformation as he mounts a long shot 2024 campaign. And it went after him about like going on Joe Rogan, about how he supposedly believes in microchips. But Mark, the point I wanted to make, it's just amazing to me that these people can literally kill your father and your uncle and you're still a conspiracy theorist. (laughs) I don't know what other point I can make. I, I agree. It's insane. You know what? Speaking of RFK, you know, um, I you know, I was out of the country from June 20th to July 2nd, so I missed some Tucker Carlson episodes on Twitter. And I was just looking right before we jumped on to record today um, of Tucker Carlson's show. I wanted to get caught up on some of these episodes, among other things I was trying to do to try to get caught up on some other things. In episode six from June 22nd is titled Bobby Kennedy is Winning. So I can't wait to watch that. Very good. Very good one. Yeah. Um, he yeah. is really jacked. Did you, see, did you see his shirtless picture? Jacked. Yeah. Jacked. I am still holding out for a Trump-Kennedy ticket, but I doubt we're going to see that. How about I was listening to – I listening to – was it Jack Posobiec this morning talking about – Vivek Ramaswamy's polling, that he is polling, starting to catch up to DeSantis in the polls. Is that true? And uh, we might, in, in pushing DeSantis, actually. He so more than cut, cut the deficit in half. He cut the deficit in half or more. Mm-hmm. He is literally, like, right right behind him. And if you're in the DeSantis camp, you this should be a 1A, 1B race if you're the DeSantis camp. Are you the 1A or are you the 1B, and can you can you pass it at the end? Can you finish strong? Mark, he is stalling out on lap. Is it even? Is lap one even over yet? I know. I know. It's, it's almost like he's not trying. Do, do you feel? This is why I, when we had Roman on, I said it's like weird. Do you feel like he's not even trying? It's weird, right? There's no enthusiasm. There's no. I don't know. He, he's not even going to the. Is he going to the the rally in Florida? See, what is it coming up soon? He pulled out of something in Florida. I I, I don't know. I don't have my show notes on here. DeSantis seems like there's just no energy around his campaign. Um, I I, I just don't know how how this is going to play out. But Jack Posobiec said that, you know, what they should be doing is working with the Trump, the Trump campaign to coalesce and get behind Trump. And then DeSantis take the reins after that. So instead of this four year plan, you're actually looking at a 12 year plan with DeSantis being the heir apparent to Trump in 2028. That will never happen, but it's a great point to make. And it makes sense because I think this is going nowhere for DeSantis. We could be wrong. This is, you know, politics changes overnight. You never know how these things play out. Um, but my question would be, though, to you and to all, our, all of our listeners, something to think about. If DeSantis is the nominee, let's just say hypothetically, will the MAGA people come out and vote for DeSantis? Will you have the voter turnout? Well, you have the maybe independents vote for DeSantis. So what's the, what's the base? What's DeSantis's base? You know, so who knows? I, I don't know what his actual base is. It's a very good point. Because I, 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 I thought his base was more MAGA if you would have asked me two years ago. 
Yeah. I mean, wouldn't you think, like, like Ron DeSantis and Trump are almost, like, in, indistinguishable. They're both MAGA. They both – and yeah. now, I don't know what the real differences are. There are differences. Like, I, I want to say that DeSantis camp is probably a little bit more aggressive maybe with the woke agenda policies. I, you have to give that to him for sure. But I just think that Trump is just a better person for the job, and that's why, that's why I'm voting Trump. He's been there for four years. I mean, you, you – you saw how they attacked him in first the first three years in office, the whole four years. I just don't think DeSantis could put up with that. I don't think anyone can. I don't think he has. I think there's a lot of snakes in that campaign. Yeah. Well, I, I think DeSantis is probably the best governor in the country um, by far. I just, I wouldn't count out Vivek as a vice president candidate for Trump either. Vivek is kind of MAGA. He doesn't shy away from being MAGA. He just talks about things in like a different way. So I'm, I like Vivek. I've said it before. The first time I heard him talk, I thought he was really good. So I wouldn't count him out, although I do think Trump will pick a female. Uh, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't rule out. My pick would be Sarah Huckabee Sanders. But uh, I just don't – I wouldn't rule out Vivek, if, at least in a cabinet position, if uh, Trump were to wind up back in the White House. I, I told you I'm, – I'm starting to come around to Vivek too, but – I seen him on that. I seen it. I seen him on that WAFEF at World Economic Forum board, and it's just like, ah, do I? Can I trust him? Can I trust him? I mean, yeah. I hope so. He seems like a legitimate person. People make mistakes. People can be redeemed, but he's he's yeah. he's, he's doing a really good job. I, I told you what I love him as. I would love for him to be the press secretary because he's a very well spoken person. But he's he's much more qualified to be that. But he is he is Vivek's a genius. So. You guys haven't heard Vivek Ramaswamy speak. Um, I, I do think he has a, a, a I don't know how to how to say this, a name problem. I mean, you know, when people, you know how he doesn't sound American, right? All right, let's just say it. Vivek Ramaswamy. It's a very Indian name. And Barack Hussein Obama. Yeah, right. Which is he, <laughs> Obama. That's a good point. But Vivek Ramaswamy is is not a you know an American sounding name, but neither is Barack Obama. That's a good point. So I guess it wasn't Bar- a problem for Barack him. Hussein Obama was like right after like like peak war on terror. Let's let's yeah. let's elect a guy named Hussein. Yeah, we have no idea. The, the media <laughs> the media is doing no homework at all about him. We have a male prostitute saying yeah. he was giving blowjobs in a car to him for cocaine or crack. But right, carry on. We're, well, this is oh. all right. Let's, let's jump into our our disclose segment here. And we want to catch up on some headlines from across the world. So you were you were diving at the microphone as I was going into that spiel. <laughs> fun fun last episode of our fir- of our first year. We're 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 closing it out with a bang, I guess. Yeah. So. Okay. All right. Uh, let's look at some things that we we've we've, uh, we've missed. Let's put it that way. Where do you want to start, Joe? Should we start back in late June? We'll just skip over some of the things we've already talked about on the podcast. Trying to go back here in some, and we're just going to talk through these, some of these things and just give our opinion on and, and our take on some of these. Um, so we'll start with June 22nd. How about this? JP Morgan mistakenly deleted 47 million records. SEC says deleted records were requested in several probes. Huh? It's convenient. What were the probes about? Don't say Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> what could it have been about? Um, right. Let's... Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Globalist Macron. 
calls for a new international taxation on top of current taxes to finance climate efforts. Uh, well, it, it, you see why they called it the Paris Accord, I guess. France. Uh, he, he makes my stomach turn. They, weren't, aren't they in the process of being overthrown? Is, isn't, isn't there a French, another French revolution? Like, France yeah. has a knack for these whole French revolutions, and usually the entire top of the, the, the government goes, loses their heads over these things. Yeah. Remember, remember the king and then Robespierre later on, or what was his name? Like, they, they literally killed, like, hundreds of, of people that were in the top echelon of the government over, over the course of the reign of terror. You mean during the French Revolution? The French Revolution, and then they killed the actual people that, that Robespierre was the one, one of the, the main people, and they beheaded him, too. Yes. They kept on beheading people. What, what, do we know anything at all what's happening in France? Is there any updates on that? Everything cool mm, and calm? We can look into it. We can look into that. Uh, Siemens Energy stock collapses as its loss-making wind turbine unit needs $1 billion to fix faults in installed turbine components. A couple more gallons of wind turbine. Yep. This is a good one. Germany's central bank may need a bailout to cover losses of $650 billion on the debt it hoovered up. Remember, like, the Austin Powers movie when he would, like, demand, like, $10 billion and they would, like, laugh? Like, yeah. No one has that kind of money. <laughs> Everyone has that. That's, like, the that's like the chump change now. Yeah. What the hell? I mean, we're just dealing billions of dollars to Ukraine like they're poker chips. <laughs> I mean, everything you read coming out of Germany is just complete disaster. The whole European Union. Yeah. Yeah. There, so I say, we said it numerous times, NATO's biting off more than they could chew with this whole Russia thing. Yep. Uh, how about this one? This is an interesting one. I don't exactly know what these initials mean, um, but right wing, right wing AFD party wins its first ever district election after rising in polls nationwide in Germany in recent weeks. So, could a shift be happening in Germany? Who knows? Hopefully. <clears throat> uh, Pfizer stock falls over 5% after halting the development of an experimental obesity drug over safety concerns. An obesity drug? That's it. Yeah, you just like a drug for your, for your obesity problem. You mean like walking? Well, think about how you lose fat. You, you have to create energy to burn fat. So, losing weight, wouldn't you just have to... like? What does it do? Just make you nervous and your heart go crazy? What the hell? A weight loss pill? All right. Uh, this is frustrating. 1,500 participants attend Klaus Schwab's World Economic Forum Summer Davos in China, of all places. Ah. I don't know. China's been a little bit of... That's the one thing you say about the, the, the CCP is they were trying. They, they're not going to go along with this global economic form stuff with the green energy or anything green energy. Like I, I don't see it happening. So no. that's that's confusing. I, I don't know. Unless they're getting special treatment because they're China and they have a billion people and cheap labor. I, I don't know. No, they're going to keep producing their coal fire power plants and they're going to keep doing what they do. They're not going to listen to anyone else. They're not going to. 
you know, go along with this whole green agenda. Is that Klaus Schwab? Is he going to be there? How, how Klaus Schwab? He's got to be close to what ninety by now. It's amazing I, these guys. Why Him, always George Soros? Why does Klaus like George Soros wears a suit and a tie usually? Dresses like a bit. Why does Klaus Schwab dress in super villain clothes? He does. Black super black super villain clothes. He's that is one odd duck. I'll tell you. Uh, this is British Health Secretary Matt Hancock doubles down and claims Britain must prepare for wider, earlier, and harder lockdowns. For for what? What are we locking down for? And why do we have to prepare for that? Like, you mean we should go buy food? Yeah. Okay. Capital outflows at a near record, new record level. $132 billion more in direct investment flowed out of Germany last year than into the country. So Germany, uh, <laughs> more German uh, from this close. The Catholic church in Germany recorded over. Do you hear me? I had my phone was ringing. No, the, they recorded over five. I, I don't know if you said million or billion. Hot, five. Great. 500,000 resignations of members last year, a new record. Oh, wow. The Catholic Church in Germany. I mean, it's a mess. If you know anything about the church in Germany, the Catholic Church in Germany, it is an absolute disaster. Like, they want to break away from the Catholic Church altogether. And it's actually too long to get into right now, but um, And Catholicism is very strong in that narrow area in between Russia and France for a solid year, year history, about 800 years. 1,800 yep. years? A long time. Yep. The times are okay. changing, my friends. Times are changing. Uh, what else we got here from this close? This is from June 28th. Wuhan, a researcher, claims COVID was engineered as a bioweapon by China, revealing experiments and suspicious activities surrounding the pandemic's origins. I find it hilarious. Like we were, we were so close to getting like some information about COVID, where it came from, Doctor Fauci, how he had ties to it, his emails, and then we have nuclear scares now. We have bags of cocaine being found in the White House. We have Joe Biden was being paid. Now that's finally getting exposed. What is going on here in the news cycle? Can anyone, can anyone else see it but me? And Mark, I know you see yeah. it. Yeah, pay attention, guys. Pay attention to what's being reported out there. Uh, Biden, Putin is clearly losing the war in Iraq. <laughs> I remember when he said that. I remember when he said that, and it's just like, oh, yeah. God. That was after he. That was right after he, or right before he yelled at a reporter when asked about the payments. He said, "No, no." Yeah. But uh, yeah, you losing the war in Iraq. Okay. All <laughs> right. First of all, that was a different country, different part of the world. And then even if he meant Iran, what could he have meant? Afghanistan with Russia? Or did he mean us in Iraq? He's so confused and he's, he might be making decisions. He's probably not. I mean, I'm sure he's just an empty shit shield suit. Like we've said before. He's definitely not making decisions. When do people like say like, Hey, wait a minute, this dementia patient, if he's not doing, if he's not making the decisions, who is, and do they have our best interest in mind? Like just, it amazes me how this has gone on for three years. Yeah. Um, we never talked about this yet. This is, I want your take on this. Biden using CPAP machine for sleep apnea, White House says, 
after strap lines appear on his face. Okay, I sent this to you guys. I think I felt bad because I think you just started your trip, and I was like, okay, I gotta, I gotta let Mark enjoy his trip. But he literally looked like what the 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 the, 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 the things that he had on his face, the marks. He looked like a S and M bondage person that had was gagged. And everyone kept on saying on Twitter, "What is that? What is that? What is that?" And you find out it's a CPAP machine. Okay, well that that means that it's probably not a CPAP machine; it's something else. So either he's he's a clone and he's <laughs> he's just been out of the tub, whatever, <laughs> like in the movie Judge Dredd or something. I don't know, or I, I just maybe it is a CPAP machine. But the fact that they would actually finally admit that is he going to die in his sleep now? Should we be worried? I, I mean, it's probably a CPAP machine, but why do we figure all this stuff out on our own? Like, why does it take to find out that he actually has to use a CPAP machine whenever we asked, hey, how's the president's health? He's fine. He's vigorous. Vigorous. This what? was never in his this was never in his health physical that, why does that it... was released. Exactly. Why does it take him walking out with marks all over his face? I know. This, that doctor should be like, hey, yeah. did you? Because you know he was asleep during the entire physical. Yeah. Had to have been. Uh, King Charles III activated the climate clock back on June 28th. I I didn't even know there was a climate clock, but if it's anything like Greta Thunberg's tweet, then we're good. Carry on. U.S. Supreme Court strikes down race-based admissions at Harvard and UNC, North Carolina, as unconstitutional. I think we covered something about that a little while ago. Remember CNN was making fun of uh, Clarence Thomas in affirmative action. You knew yeah. you knew that ruling was coming. It's weird because the news media was getting in front of that about three weeks before that ruling came down. Yeah. I find that strange because they, 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 they have a knack for doing that somehow. They can't get anything right with COVID or anything else, but leaks they're the masters of. Biden, the U.S. Supreme Court is not a normal court. I don't know what he meant by that, but I mean, it's it, they, they, I just don't get these guys. It's like whenever whenever things are going their way, the rulings are going their way. You got to respect the courts. What are you doing? These guys are white right wing nut jobs. Whenever the decisions don't go that their way, they riot. They threaten judges. A, a, a random person randomly shows up outside the judge's house with a knife, wanting to kill him. It is amazing. It is amazing to me. Laughable, even. I agree. I agree. Um, vetting firm for Bill Gates's private office asked female job candidates questions about pornography and sexual histories. What huh. in the world? Why? Why on earth would you do that? Why? I mean, what was it? Just to be safe, does it say what the job was? No, no, it does not. Uh, um, from June 29th, looting, violent riots spread to several cities in France. The situation is out of control in parts of the country. And on top of following up with that, Macron blames social networks for riots in France. So it says authorities will take steps to remove sensitive content and to identify those who call for disorder on the platform. Okay, I can see the calling for disorder on the platforms, but uh, again, it's a slippery slope here. Um, or, or, who gets to define what? 
is does the French government get to define what's what? It's right. They're going to use this as an, as an excuse to just cut down social media. They've been telegraphing this. Remember, like a blackout's coming. Fifty senators were given satellite phones. Something is afoot here. That's all. Call me a conspiracy theorist. Call me crazy. We'll see in the next year or two. U.S. Supreme Court rules Christian business owners can refuse to create marriage websites for gay couples. Okay. That's, okay, that's, that's great. Somebody had a good point about um, should a Muslim person be forced to bake a cake with Allah on it? Yeah. Does, it, does that make sense? Like, just... Kind of. It's interesting. Um... I mean, this is goes back to you know having the ability, having the freedom to to do what you feel is right, where no one's going to be able to tell you what to do. That's what this boils down to. That was the slippery slope. You have to bake the cake, and then it, it was like, please just let us get married. And then it's like you have to bake the cake for the wedding, and it's like you have to actually show up for a day for our parades and respect us. And then that, that day turned to a month and then it turned to children going after children. Just that slippery, it did slippery slope. I don't know how, it, how it just creeped up on us, but it creeped up on us and creep is the perfect word. Yep. U S Supreme court strikes down Biden's plan for a $400 billion student loan debt forgiveness. We told you on this podcast, ain't no way, ain't no way that's happening. That was just to get your vote in the fall. Sure enough, it was just to get your vote in the fall. Did you fall for it? Most of our listeners probably didn't, but someone's out there ripping the skin yep. of their face off. Gotcha. Gotcha. You thought yeah, we that... money for free? Just kidding. Here, we're going to print more money. Now shit's going to be more expensive. I mean, do you think they thought when they when they came out and said this that this would ever actually hold up? No. Remember, they were in panic mode trying to get. Do you remember the leading up to the midterms how terrible everything was for for the Democrats? And they somehow still were able to hang on to the Senate. Yes. It's 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 amazing to me. They were just throwing every piece of excrement at the wall and seeing what would stick. Yep. And their base was probably young college students, so. That would stick. You got to remember, some of these kids are 18, 19, 20 years old. They haven't been fooled before yet. They haven't been lied to by a politician. Now they know. So hopefully they learn from the experience. Uh, Brazil's electoral court has voted to ban Jair Bolsonaro from seeking public office until 2030. They're going to try this here in the United States with Trump. I would almost guarantee they're, they're going to attempt it at some point here in the next year, but it will go all the way to the Supreme Court and the Supreme Court's going to say, you can't do that. But the Supreme Court is not a, not a real court or whatever. Yeah. Biden, Biden said so. Sorry, no takey backies. Uh, all right, what else we got here? Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. French police headquarters authorizes the use of drones in Paris and in certain other municipalities from uh, the evenings, from this evening amid unrest. So, I guess as long as there's not Hellfire missiles on the drones, I yeah. guess it's good. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg will release his Twitter clone app called Threads. That was yesterday. 
Threads. I will not be downloading Threads. Once you, for our listeners, I, I heard it could be just a rumor, but I believe once you download Threads, you can't delete Threads without deleting Instagram. Huh. Well, I just don't see people having the appetite for another social media app. That's all. No, look at get her. True Social is even struggling. I mean, the only reason I go on True Social is to see what what Trump says and a few other mm-hmm. people that aren't on Twitter. But truth is kind of a little like in an echo chamber a little bit too, Joe. Absolutely, absolutely, you know? absolutely. Yes. Um, I like Truth, but I rarely go on it. I mean, I'm still, even though I don't tweet, I'm usually on Twitter. You know, seeing what people you know I follow or the you know the following algorithm. Um, or I think it's for you or something like that algorithm that, you know, pops up in your feed. So that's kind of where I'm at. I, I really don't have an appetite to, for more social media apps. I mean, you, you mentioned Getter. We talked about Parler. I mean, a lot of these are just truth. I mean, truth is, it is what it is, but just, you know, how many can you have? You know, that's why I just recommended in our fan, in our fantasy football got here to get off signal and go back to WhatsApp. I mean, do we need all these apps? Yeah, good point. And with that being said, I just closed out Twitter, so I have to reopen it back up here. We are almost done uh, with this segment, brought to you by our good friends over at Solmona Imports. Uh, Bank of England, which is currently under fire for repeatedly hiking interest rates, now says people of any gender identity can be pregnant. Wow. <laughs> uh, this is this is cool. Google now says it will scrape everything you post online to build its AI tools. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Scrape meaning they're going to, when they say scrape, they're meaning just take whatever you're posting online and adding it to their AI models. That's what I would assume, right? I'm honestly afraid of what's out there that we don't know about when it comes to AI. How about you? I don't know. I'm not a big, I Actually, speaking of AI, I wonder if we should try Chat B- GPT. We should have Chat GPT write an entire episode and see how it goes. I have Chat GPT on my phone, and I and I honestly use it. I was using it before the Italy trip, trying. I was asking it for restaurants recommendations in Florence and different places like that. So I I used it, and then I would when I got the results, I would kind of matched it up with Yelp, and I went on Yelp to look at the reviews of the restaurants that it recommended to me. And I was like, oh, wow, these are like some top-rated restaurants that they uh, recommended to me on ChatGPT. So I like ChatGPT. I'm not, I'm not opposed to it. I mean, I use it. So It's good. I mean, when you, when you have a question, instead of going to Google, just put it into ChatGPT. I, I mean, if I would ask about the cocaine, <laughs> I mean, is there, like, is there like a parental? Well, you want to do it? You can do it right now. Yeah. What do you want me to type into ChatGPT? I just I, I ask about the cocaine in the White House. Well, I, I guess it doesn't know. It's it's not about who left cocaine in the White House. Is that a good question? Yeah. It probably won't even answer. All right. All right. Stand by. If it says if it says margarine Taylor Green. Well, now there have been several incidents involving illegal drugs in the White House throughout history, but I don't have information any specific instance of cocaine being left there. It's worth noting that the White House has had multiple occupants over the years, and any such incidents would be isolated events. Okay. Standard. <laughs> uh, federal judge rules Biden and men likely trampled on free speech, orders federal agencies to refrain 
from pressuring social media companies on censorship during the trial. Cell phones, tablets, and smartwatches banned in classrooms from 2024, according to the Dutch government. I love this. This is awesome. I think uh, more more countries and more states and more schools should do this. I agree, Mark. Uh, it has to affect – I don't know if it affects my attention span, but imagine a young developing brain of a child. Yeah. Yeah, I'm all for that. Biden is pushing for Ursula von der Leyen to be installed as the next NATO secretary general. You've ever seen Ursula von der Leyen? She's a big World Economic Forum uh, woman. Uh, she kind of gives me these, this like gives off this, I don't know, kind of futuristic, apocalyptic vibe to her. I don't know. You have to just, if you've never seen her, never heard her talk, just trust me on this. Um, so anyone he's pushing for, you can pretty much rest assured that that's probably not good. U.S. military has fed AI with classified ops info to inform sensitive questions. Calls the first experiments highly successful, according to Bloomberg. Hmm. Again, I can't even fathom what's out there that we don't even know about when it comes to this AI stuff. No, no. Whatever we're getting, like the chat GPT, whatever they have is a guaranteed decade or two ahead. Yep. Um, Finally, uh, you know, we're not a BlackRock podcast by any means, but here BlackRock CEO is not promoting crypto and Bitcoin. Well, that's, for that. that's strange. Honestly, I don't know how to take that, Mark. I don't know if they're baiting people into buying Bitcoin and they could pull the rug out or if they're finally coming around to Bitcoin. I, I don't know. Well, they I just read an article today and it was from they were talking, asking the the founder of um, Binance. And they asked them when the next they, – they have declared the bear market of Bitcoin over with. So now we're in this kind of in-between phase, and they asked them when the next bull run will be for Bitcoin. And uh, if you don't know, if you maybe invest in Bitcoin and you don't know this, or maybe you don't invest in Bitcoin at all, the next Bitcoin halving is in 2024. Well, normally what has happened after every single halving, which makes it – when you mine Bitcoin, you're basically mining less Bitcoin, which helps with inflation – after these having events, and every single one this has happened, after the having event, there has been a skyrocketing of the price, right, by percentage. So the next having is occurring in 2024, and therefore, we, you know, the experts think the next big bull run of Bitcoin will occur in 2025. The last bull run, Bitcoin topped out around like 65, 64,000. The next bull run, you know, many people think that you were going to see $100,000 Bitcoin. I would love that. I would love that. I think it's so. Be on my merry way. I got to get more Bitcoin, man. I don't think I actually have any Bitcoin at all. I got XRP. That's about, I think that might be about it, meaningful crypto holdings, at least. Yeah. Uh, I think you sent me this one. France lawmakers approved a bill allowing police to secretly activate cameras and microphones on mobile phones and access geolocation data to track suspects. You know, nothing. Nothing big. Nothing big with that one. <laughs> uh, why do people in Europe just love getting their rights trampled on? I, I find it that it's so overt there. Like At least here, we get our rights trampled on. Maybe it is overt here, too, but I, I don't know. They're used to it. They've been, this is a young country. You know, we're, we've, it was only 200 years ago we were rebels. Right. 
Some of them countries in Europe are a thousand years old. First users complain about being censored on Mark Zuckerberg's new Threads Twitter clone. But the picture of your thread on Threads has been removed. Hmm. Uh, Germany's constitutional court has halted the passage of the controversial eating bill by the left green liberal government scheduled for this week. The left green liberal coalition government will not pass the heating bill before the summer recess. There will be no special session of the Bundestag, which was initially planned. Not sure what's all in that, but who knows? All you need to know, the most important information with this is you need to know is that they shut off the nuclear power plants in Germany that produce clean energy. Why? We have no idea. It's Germany. Speaking of Germany, this is a German, German-filled segment. Number of company bankruptcies in Germany is at the highest level since 2016. You guys getting the sense that Germany is probably one of the last places you want to go in Europe or do business in? It's never ending. Um, I actually don't know, even know if I could comment because my wife works for a German company, although she never ever told me about work, thank God. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, aside from France right now, I can't think of a worse country. Yeah. I told you, then, then you have that North Street. They're, they're going to be pushed closer to Russia in the next six months to a year. We've said it. Mm-hmm. They're, they're going to have no choice. They're going to yeah. have no All right. Lastly here, Joe, uh, some good news. As my daughter begins to cry. Private sector U.S. companies added 497,000 jobs in June. More than double expectations. ADP claims. Joe, fact did, or fiction? Well, fiction, because didn't they just go back and revise the May numbers by like 77,000 less? I don't that know. That I don't know. I, 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 I could, maybe, maybe I have this wrong. I don't know, because it, it would have just came across this this morning. But I feel like I saw that on Twitter. Don't quote me on that. But I feel like they revised some numbers in the last day. Yeah. They're all lies. I mean, uh, look. All right, let's just say it's true. Let's just say it's true. Good. Yeah. I mean, that's great news, right? I mean, manufacturing supposedly up in America. Uh, The job market's uh, pretty tight, which is good. So maybe this is good news for the economy. I don't know, man. There's a lot of illegal immigrants coming across the border. I question some of those jobs, whether they're legitimate jobs, part-time jobs, this, that. Um, there was the non-farming jobs, I think, might have been what got revised. I, I don't know. I could be wrong. But uh, I don't know, man. Where, where we're at is a very – we're in a very precarious situation, I think, in this economy, the stock market, which actually you know, isn't the economy. But, but still, all it takes is one spark. We got, a, we got an issue going on in Europe. We have another issue going wrong in, in, in Asia. All it takes is for one spark, and then there's no more stuff coming from an entire part of the world. Yeah. Scary. Yeah. Very. All right. Um, That's all we got uh, for a disclosed segment. Uh, So catching up on some headlines from across the world. Oh, actually, Joe, we have a couple more. I skipped over some ones. Okay. I'm sorry. 45% 45% of U.S. drinking water is contaminated with forever chemicals that can lead to infertility, cancer, and hormone issues, according to USGS study. Now, this is why I've been saying 
you have to drink filtered water. You have to have a Brita doesn't really cut it. You need to either have a filter on your refrigerator or you need to buy a quality um, pitcher that filters your water out. Because if you don't, this is what you're dealing with. I can make one recommendation. I, oh, is it Kangen water? I don't, my, my, someone just told me about this the other day. Kangen water, or K-A-N-G-E-N, I think it is. It's a type of water filter. It's supposed to give you water from anywhere from like 11.5 on the pH level to 2.5. And they explain it in the video. Maybe I can even link the video on, on mm-hmm. this episode. But Kangen water, check it out, guys. It's a very expensive filter, but your body mm-hmm. needs good, well um, yeah. water. I know my cousin has a Berkey uh, water filtration system. I just bought a Lark um, water bottle um, where I actually put filtered water into a filtered um, container. So I'm double filtering it because I honestly don't trust uh, any of this stuff. This is dangerous. You cannot be drinking tap water. It's actually crazy to say that we live in the United States, the wealthiest country in the world, and this is the stuff we deal with. It's insane. It's a shame. It's a shame. Uh, Yellen in China, U.S. won't decouple from China. So, in, until some something starts flying in the air. Yep. Fade Janet Yellen. She sucks, and she's been wrong about everything. Remember when inflation was everything. just transitory? Inflation just transitory. Blah blah blah. Uh, this one had me very shook yesterday when I saw this. Pope Francis met Bill Clinton. And George Soros' son, Alex, at his residence in Rome inside the Vatican. Are you kidding me? This is so outrageously shocking to me that the Pope would meet with Bill Clinton and George Soros' son, who were together on some, they were, I think, in Hungary before this, before they went to the Vatican. It's just, I mean, this is what I'm saying with this Pope, you know? I'm at a loss, honestly. I'm at a loss. I, I would be too. I would be too. Why? Why? So, like, why? And why is it televised? Like, why is it like? Why? I, I, I'm glad that it is. Don't get me wrong, but well, well, the video that they put on this close had the background music from Game of Thrones when the Great Sept of Baylor was blown up. I'm like, oh my god! Are you kidding me? Wait, who? Whose video was it? I don't know who put this out. The Vatican? The Vatican I, News? Oh, wow. That's... Look, all I'm going to say is with this, out of them three people, someone's getting suicide. Someone's getting suicide. I'm like, uh, is something going on? Where was anyway, anyways, back to our ADP. Uh, well, let, let me just... This is why we need a conservative traditional Pope to succeed Pope Francis. We cannot keep going down this road. This isn't sustainable. I mean, the church is in crisis. And he's meeting with Bill Clinton and George Soros' son. I don't have a problem with Bill Clinton. I don't have a problem with Bill Clinton as much as George Soros' son, who just said he wants to uh, donate how many billions of dollars into... uh, 20. are Are you seeing the writing on the wall? And the Pope gives this dude an audience. Yeah. Uh, back to the uh, job numbers, 8,497,000. That was double expectations, and it's the biggest monthly increase since December of 2022. 
Uh, right. Talked about BlackRock CEOs not promoting crypto and Bitcoin. CNBC's Jim Cramer says Facebook, Instagram is a really terrific product and Twitter is awful. Oh, God. Sell it. Fire. You mean, sell it. Sell, sell, sell. You should be like the two old dudes at the end of trading places right now. Yeah. The stock market's up for the three hours. Go, run. I don't know how I missed over these. Um, all right. Oh, that's because I think I was on Twitter and I was not on actually uh, this close uh, their channel on Telegram. That's why we missed over these. Uh, a record number of 40-year-olds in the United States have never been married, according to new analysis. Well, I think we mentioned this on, 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 um, on Tuesday, talking about uh, the population collapse in Italy, about how none of these young Italians are getting married, which is so antithetical to the family unit in Italy, how everything is based around the family in Italy. And the family unit is the center of everything. So when you talk about marriage and having kids, it's like these late 20, early 30 something Italian Italians are just like not about it. And it's just perplexing to me. That's all. Very weird. And now we're seeing it here in the United States. All right. Can't let the family collapse. No, you can't have kids. Don't wait. Just have kids. Find someone you love. Have kids. Obama's complained about being black and oppressed from luxury yacht in Greek islands. I saw that. That was how tone deaf do you have to be? Can't, this listen, they were just in office. It hasn't been decades. It was six, six, seven years ago. Are they that tone deaf already? Where they're it's I mean, this is worse than Hillary. We were dead broke when we left the White House. It's unbelievable. Uh okay. Um, let's call let's call it wraps there, and uh, we will come back next week and uh, talk more about what's going on. And appreciate y'all listening. Have a great weekend, Joe. Anything else? I got a one this day in history, and then I can roll us out of here. Do you have anything you want to say? Uh, no, just thank you guys for listening. Appreciate y'all, uh, listeners across the world. Uh, thank you for uh, for listening. Please continue to share this out with all of your friends, uh, all of your liberal friends as well. And uh, again, we're going to keep fighting the good fight. We're, we are culture warriors. We're going to keep putting content out there for you guys. And uh, we're, we're preparing for the final battle, 2024. Joe. Okay. Uh, this day in history. So one year ago today, I texted the other person from this podcast, your co-host, Mark, and said, hey, are you still coming over tomorrow? And here we are, 365 days later, we finished. It's been one year. We've been trying to give you guys the, the most accurate, best news we can. We started this because we were just sick of the lies coming from the mainstream media, whether it was from just people on Twitter or MSNBC, CNN, Fox News. Now, we've seen numerous people in the mainstream media lose their jobs. Brian Stelter, others, Comos. We're still here and we're still going to be here. Because these are very important times, in my opinion, in history. Um, it's a major turning point we're about to enter right now, or we have already entered. And in my opinion, the funny thing about major historical turning points is you don't really know you're in the middle of one most of the time. So try to pay a little bit better attention. We're going to be here for at least the next year, giving you guys the news. Uh, we appreciate all that you, um, all our listeners, 
everything you've done for us, all the hours you put into hearing us, our attempt to give you the news. Um, I wish I could tell you guys what's really going on in our country, but it's so confusing. I'll just leave you with a song. <laughs> 